Hi, and welcome to Coffee and Classic Movies by Joshua and Korea. We're husband and wife, and we love to brew and enjoy some coffee and some awesome movies and talk about them. So we hope you enjoy today's episode. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Korea. And I'm Joshua. And this is Coffee and Classic Movies. Thanks again. Episode number nine, by the way. Yeah, so if you've been listening, thanks again for tuning in to another episode. We have... Yes. <laughs> Breathe. Yeah, I'm like... You're, like you're, so, you're so pregnant. Um, but what's in my cup? I don't know, hon. Why don't you tell everybody? Okay, yeah. Joshua. Nah, it's actually uh, Blanchard's Cork Blend. Um, if you're not familiar with Richmond, Virginia... Um, we have a hotel called Cork, um, and Blanchard's and Cork came together and they made their blend. Actually, it's like it's a dis- well, well. Let me explain oh. something. They used to they had one blend at one point. Uh, actually, when I went there to pick up a bag of coffee, they had just changed the blend. They had worked with Cork. Cork wanted to have another blend made because they apparently switched it up, um, and we were one of the first ones to get a bag of it. Uh, which was funny because it's such a beautiful bag. It's floral. Um, and people kept on asking when I was there, picking it up. Asked me, what what coffee is that? Yeah. It's, it's very very floral. Um, We've never stayed in Cork Hotel. But, but it's very quirky. It's, it's a hotel that Richmond has never really seen before. And I would love to... Just yeah, to, well, to rent coffee, a room. Well, the coffee, the coffee, the, the blend. Some more of this stuff. Yeah, the coffee represents the hotel quite well. You have baked raisins for crying out loud. Yeah, so there's baked raisins and there's caramel, nutmeg, nutmeg and stuff. Yeah, I think that's it. Well, that's the three main, the main flavors yeah. that you taste. Okay. You can smell the raisins like when you're grinding this coffee. Obviously, I recommend always whole blend. blend. But when you're grinding it, it's whole like, bean. You mean whole bean? Yeah, the the um. The raisins just come out. The smell of raisins. And the nutmeg, not so much. And the caramel, not so much. Those usually come in with the taste. Unfortunately, I I trashed my coffee tonight by accident in this episode. Um, uh, wrong creamer went into the cup. I only made enough, grind enough for just two cups of coffee. And mine got ruined. But you had the pleasure. I had to drink it. I drank it when we first got it. So I know what the flavor's like. It was well, absolutely beautiful. Here, you want a sip of mine? Can I have some of your... Yeah. Um so this coffee I really It's whimsical. Yeah. Like it's raisins. Whimsical. I've never had I never thought you can use raisins with yeah. coffee in it, you know. Um and when we were discussing movies, um Actually this is my movie I picked out. Not you discussing. This, okay, this I is told your, you. I told you what you're gonna have joking. Your pick. I'm joking. Um I was like, What a great what a great pair. It was a great pair. I mean, come on now, like it's it's a to what to drink this and watch the film with and just yeah because to drink because you stuff it baked raisins coffee. How does that work? Well, and it being that it's a whimsical taste, but yet grounded because you have like the nutmeg and stuff in it. Um, but like the, one of the biggest things about it is that it you didn't think it would work when I told you baked raisins, your face went. Yeah, like no, yeah, no. Like I kind of like kind of like eat, you did like, last time, last episode with Worka, by the way. A few raisins out of the box, but oh, if you want to kind of take this a little bit deeper, like how this coffee kind of connects to this this classic, 
Yeah. Um, like, so we it's never t- based we in... Ne- we never told the name of the movie. I know, but just like... So the baked raisins... I will tell you, I will... Grapes. This film is actually based in Italy. Italy? But that's not what I was basing it on when I, they talk well, about the baked raisins. But okay, then what was Joshua going to base it on? Based on how the movie is told. This story is told. Right. This, this story, because it's a story that you... Obviously, when you think about it, does it really work? And it works. And this movie, before we announce the name, uh, won three Oscars. It won Best Foreign Film, Best Musical. Yes, this is a foreign film. Um, and Best Actor. And was nominated for Best Picture and Best Director. 1997, but film is based in 1930s. I'm, it actually I'm came out in 96, gonna, by the way. But like, just, I'm going to try to say some the, of these names, but I'll probably Okay, them. so the movie is La Vida y Bella. Life is Beautiful. Life is Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, that took us so long to get to the That's title. Okay. Yeah, well, you kept on wanting to put other stuff into it. This story, this this movie is actually kind of broken up in two different story patterns or stories here. Um, you have two different relationships that are highlighted, with one person being the center of both of the relationships. Um, you want to read the synopsis? See, you always go for the, like, okay. Let me read you a good synopsis here. All right, you ready? A gentle Jewish Italian waiter, Guido, Ooh. meets Dora, a pretty school teacher, and wins over, wins over, wins her over with his charm and humor. Eventually, they marry and have a son, Joshua. Or Joshua. Their happiness is abruptly halted, however, when Guido and Joshua are separated from Dora and taken to a concentration camp. Determined to shelter his son from the horrors of his surroundings. Guido convinces Joshua that their time in the camp is merely a game. That's the part where I'm talking about, like, does this really work? And the and the beauty of the story, it does work. Again, this is, like, almost too... It almost felt like it was... When you're watching the film, it kind of like, oh, this is, like, for, like, two stories. But when you when you finish the story, it's, like, one big, huge story where they highlight two different relationships that became a highlight. Which connects them all together in a way. It's a one big story being told, but it's just to me that's how I describe it. Well, you absolutely need a relationship, otherwise you wouldn't have this this the son well, who, well, who was well, such an well, integral yeah. part. Well, the big part, of the first part, of the half of the movie is Guido pursuing Dora, and it's just his his charm and his quirky ways, quirky hint hint quirk blend. Um, it was so it was so kind. It was interesting, like. I forget what town they were in in Italy, but um. I think it's a Arezzo. In a lot of ways, how Guido was with his principessa. Yeah, he always kept Dora. on calling that. He kept on calling that. He was with his son. In a lot of ways, yes, but the, yes, I mean, I think one of the most famous scenes that he had with Dora, remember? Do you remember? Uh, when they when he um basically kidnaps her after the play. You know, he pretends to be the his, her her fiance or boyfriend, mm-hmm. and kind of kidnaps him. They had this wonderful night, and like how everything kind of works out because he kept on going to places where he knew yeah. that he would say if he he asked her if you know if if you need a sign from heaven, so he told her he he they walked to a certain place and he asked asked her, "Why don't you ask Mother Mary?" And she goes and asks, and so and the and this always happens. The guy throws the key down. Right, and it's just like this so charming love affair, but yet we find out that she has this boyfriend who she didn't like is getting ready to get 
um, married off to because he be, he becomes a waiter I and mean, he sees it and then what you find I, I would say this when you find this first part of the film though you start seeing the backdrop of Nazi of the Nazi party in in Italy in the, the in the 1930s in the yeah. 1930s where you begin like as the film progresses especially in the first part it starts to come more and more prevalent. He, him being Jewish, um, you can start to see this is going to be a this is going to be the center of conflict for this for him and his family. You just mm-hmm. you can see it. Now when they paint the horse, yeah, he says, "Oh wow, who who knew that this this horse was Jewish?" Right, and, and his uncle was like, "This is gonna be bad times," and he kind of played it off, but you knew that it was it was bad. It was this is. Something's gonna happen when he gets the girl. You, it's one of your favorite transitions ever, Mama. Yeah, I'm heavily inspired. When he gets on the horse and they walk and they wander off to his house. Yeah. And what she what happens? She goes into the garden. Yeah, I think it's a greenhouse or something like that. Yeah, and then they, all of a sudden, like they all of a sudden you hear Joshua, Joshua, and the camera yeah, stays like right the there. Concept, it's like the next. It it looks like the next day, but some it's supposed to signify a lot of time probably like five years six years you think yeah so time a lot of time has passed and then they come out and they have another they there's another person that we haven't seen before joshua there's time um it's so it, it's so easy like especially in the beginning parts of the movie it's so easy to get caught up in the whimsicalness of their their growing relationship and the love and the infatuation he has for for Dora, yeah. but if you really pay close attention, in the background you can see more of the reality of the, the world they live in. Yeah, which wasn't great. Yeah, because I remember, um, obviously, then when his son when he comes forward with his son, you find out he owns a bookstore. Uh, the family has a bookstore, and they're going to go into the the store, and the son says. Uh, no, go to the sign that says no Jews allowed mm-hmm. and the sign goes ask why no Jews allowed why are we not allowed in there and the father plays off and they, hey do what do you want not allowed in our store he says spiders he goes okay we don't allow spiders or dogs and cats not allowed anymore in that book store. and it's funny he's playing it's, that's a horrible sign and yet he he he's teaching his son yet there's still beauty in the midst of crap yeah and he's trying to he wants he's trying to um in a lot of ways just come down to to a child's level yeah to help them to understand yeah but also still have allow him to have a childhood yeah that's the beauty of it. he allowed his son to have he was, he was like you know in that first way he's letting his son have a childhood which is crazy yeah. to think about. Like, because yeah. what is... So a lot of times when you're going through stuff, um, there's society, you know, tries to tell you how you should be, you know, what even what you should do, um, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Um, and, and almost... it. A lot of people would even find his, his mannerisms and just how he's just coming off as offensive. As if he's just not taking... Taking the the reality seriously of the situation well, well, there. Th- well, think about what happens. You know, it's it's Joshua's birthday, and when the mom goes to get her mom, 
grandma. They come back and the place is tore apart. Why? The Nazis had come in and rounded up the Jews and, and was shipping them off to the concentration camp. Where Joshua doesn't understand what's going on. Is this where, this is where the mother... This is before that part. So, yeah, he doesn't... Get separated. Yeah, they get separated at that point. Where then she then turns around and goes, if you're going to take my, my husband and my child, take me. And she forces herself to be taken to concentration. She's not Jewish. But but she is willing to go. If they're going to go, I'm going to go too. What's such love? I mean, that's such beautiful love. You, you know it's there. But in the midst of them being taken off to the concentration camp, Joshua doesn't understand what's going on. And the father goes, well, it's your birthday. We're going to have a big celebration. And and then when you find out, he, he tells him that his Joshua's favorite thing is a tank. He says, you're going to get a tank. And he's playing off the concentration camp as, you know, them building, trying to play as a game so that they can win a grand prize, which is a tank, right? Which you and I would then look at Guido and go, Guido... You're a freaking idiot. Which a lot of them, if you look in 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 in, in the story, a lot of the Jews who are in the in the in the bunk with them, um, are kind of looking at him like he's crazy. Mm. Like, why are you doing this? You're freaking crazy, Guido. Yeah. And you and I would look at him too. Like, you you look so stupid. Come back to reality. You're in a shithole. You're in a, you're in a concentration camp, which any second the gun can pop off and you could be dead. Like, they yeah. don't like you. They were, yeah, they, you definitely saw those, those, the, the side eye and, you know, but in a lot of ways, I Which, think the care in, I'm talking yeah, about okay. movie sense, didn't really know how to approach him and what he was doing and yeah. saying. Someone kind of just went along I with think, it. I, I think it was intriguing. Like, how could you? I, well, you think about you this. Know, think about a couple of years. This came out in 96. So then it's about five years removed from another famous movie. Schindler's List, List, which is, we're going to do that one too eventually. Yeah. Um, but you see the brutality of in the the Jewish concentration camps, right? Which that movie, by the way, gave me a terrible headache because I cried so what are you much. Talking about this movie gave you a terrible headache. That's, too, so that's what I was going to say. So here, here, this one. Well, we, there's we, a particular scene. Yes, that, yes. Can we get? We'll get to that scene. We'll get to that scene. No, no. I want to make a point here. Where five years ago, before this before this movie came out, you have you have Steven Spielberg's classic Schindler's List, which really showed the brutality of the concentration camp. Then you come five years later to this movie, where they're in a concentration camp, where then you have this father who's telling his son this is a game, and a lot of us come off seeing that movie like Guido, you're not acting real, you're not being a very good father. To Joshua, you need to let him know the horrors of what's going on, mm. and what you end up finding through the story is what he actually did for his son. It's probably the most beautiful thing you ever will see because he actually protected his son's innocence and his life. Yeah, in his life, but that's that's the point because he makes it, and in the end, he makes it out of the Joshua makes it. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that part there. But he he is preserving his son's innocence. Think about how many kids' innocence were taken from being in concentration camps. Think about how it is in life today, and when kids are growing up in in in, in situations that are not good. 
and how their and innocence snatched is snatched away from Yeah, them. their innocence is stripped away, right? Innocent, this father went to great leaps and bounds to protect the innocent of his child so his child, his son, could still have a childhood. And when regardless. you regardless of what was going on. And to me, when I first saw this movie, I was bawling my eyes out. Okay, I never seen I didn't see this movie when it first came out. I saw it that what inspired me to see this movie was the Academy Awards. I watch the Academy Awards every year. Sometimes there's movies on there that you don't you maybe get a chance to see. And so well, you, this was much. This was bef- way before me. Yeah, this is nineteen ninety seven, honey. I know. I'm just, but you know what? There's some. There's some films. Ninety seven that came babes. out. <laughs> well, well, I, I saw him. When he was announced, <laughs> when he won best foreign film because he is the director producer of this film, he literally walked across the tops of the chairs over top of people to get to the stage. He became the character in front of everybody there. When I saw that, I was like, I have to see this movie. And I didn't know when I watched this movie, I'm going to see him be bawling my eyes out. I'm going to be laughing so hard at moments, but then crying so much because there's so much love being poured out. Yeah, there's a lot of heartfelt moments. There was This movie's got heart, there was, baby. There was, there was some moments that just had you speechless. Kind of, you know, you feel numb yeah. for a second. Um. And this this was another film, just like Shinlo says. I was, I was crying so much, um, afterwards. Yeah. Um, Would well, you remember the part though, when they were coming back late from because he had to be a waiter, at a, a, the German, the German dinner party, mm-hmm. and he's wheelbilling his son, and he sees an open mic, the to the 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 system the PA system. He gets on there mm-hmm. and he 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 says Principasia, mm-hmm. and he talks to he's talking to Dora, telling basically saying that how much he loves her, and she hears it and it's heartfelt because he's missing his wife. And then then as they're kind of leaving, he they almost go across the bodies, the dead bodies, of the Jew the Jewish people who have been killed, stacked on top of stacks. You're kind of like. Is a moment you're laughing and teary eyed, and next moment you're getting the breath sucked out of you, mm-hmm. because they did, you as a viewer, you as an adult, got to see the horrors. But as Joshua, Joshua did not, because he was really protecting his son. And Joshua, I mean, he did see stuff. He I saw mean, stuff, yeah. But he had a different perspective, I would say. Well, he, had well his... he was given a different perspective on things. By his dad. By his dad. Yeah. Which was so beautiful. Because then, the, then you have where like everything is going bonkers at the, the concentration camp. And the, it looks like the, Jew, the, the Germans are trying to evacuate the camp. Obviously, you're, if you know your story, history at this point, you know that possibly the, the Allies are moving in closer. So they're trying to get out. And in that moment, he sees the he sees the opportunity, you know, to escape, but also to get Dora. He's looking for Dora, and she she's also looking for yeah. for them as well. And he tells his son, "We're the last ones. We're the only ones still playing the game. Everybody's been tossed out. If we can make it through the night, we win the tank, right?" Yeah. And he puts his son inside the like this little 
I don't know, like it's cabinet, like, like a metal ew. cabinet. Or, well, no, it was like a kind of like, oh yeah, it was metal. Yeah, yeah, kind of remind you of like a a box, just a cab. It was just a like safe type of thing. I yeah, and then he's out there looking for his wife, and he's avoiding the guards and lights, and then and there's some times where you you think they're gonna get. He's he's gonna get caught. Call. He's gonna get seen. Yep. The, the dogs, they were like, I think they were like even sniffing around. They were sniffing the 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 say the, the where the where Joshua was hitting that. And he yeah. he did. Hit, I forget what they called it. Like his powers to make the dog stop, and he thought he found Dora once, and he didn't. You know, it was a different Dora, and he he's desperately trying to find her, and then in the midst of that, he gets caught by German officers, soldiers and stuff, and. You remember the part where they march him in front of the... That, that was done. Whew. Like, when he's... Done. He's walking in front of the thing because the son can look out through a little slit. And he, he knows that his son can see him. I'm starting to cry now. <laughs> he does that little, like, like march. It's, re- it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's childish. It's childish. It's, 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 you look at you like you're being childish. But you know what he was doing? He was saying goodbye to the son. Because he already knew what was going to happen. And then you see it. They take him into the alleyway. And it's off camera. The camera's still sitting there. And he goes back there. And you hear bullets. Hear the gun go off. And the Germans always rush out. He's dead. And then all of a sudden, it it, 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 kind of goes to the morning. This is where it gets so beautiful. He promised his son a tank if they won. Well, the next morning, the Germans fled out, and slowly the Jews who have been hitting are starting to come out. Yeah. And so the boy wakes up. He comes out of the, the, hiding, conti- place. the hiding place, and he's sitting there, and here comes Americans. Am- Americans, and here comes a tank. Pulls up right in front of him, and he has like, we won. I won a tank. And the, little, the soldier comes out and says, hey, little boy. He speaks English, which I love because his film is in Italian. And in German as well, which you didn't understand the Germans, which I love. You only understood Italian. Because he wanted to put it in the perspective of... of Guido. Yeah. He he didn't understand German. He understood Italian. Um, you heard the Americans talk, and he picks up a boy, and they're going down the hillside on the tank. He is like the boy... He's, and he's reunited with his mother. Well, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Gosh. Spoiler and, alert. But he's so <laughs> excited because he won the tank. Yeah. Where's his dad? Yeah. He said we won, and and then he sees he spots his mom, and he started, and they stop the tank. And he gets out and he runs, mama, mama, we won. Oh, we're ready to lose it again, and it, with his hands in the air, he says, "My dad gave me the best gift ever." Mm. And then the title comes up: "Life is beautiful." The father was able to give him something. The I'm, Mr. Crap. I'm getting teary-eyed. Thinking about it. And Mr. Crap, he gave him life. He preserved his son. That the horrors that were around him was not going to affect him in his life. That he was going to grow. And still go on. And go on. And that is so beautiful. And the acting in this movie is so spot on. You know, it... Oh my gosh! Like the guy, uh, what's his name? Who played Guido? Uh, Roberto. Ben, ben, Benigni. Yeah. Roberto ben, ben. Oh my gosh, he was freaking amazing. Um, he 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 was absolutely amazing. 
Like, he deserved that Oscar. To be honest. Like, I, if you ask me... Uh, well, this movie, I think, came up at an interesting time for him. Because I can't remember where movies in there. But, I mean, like, gosh. If if you actually saw the movie, I think it had a problem because it's a foreign film. And you, typically, you know, in academies, if it wins Best Foreign Film... It's not going to win Best Picture because it's already won one category as the best. They don't really yeah. typically do doubles like that. But, man, it probably should have won Best Picture. Fun fact. Um, as I wipe my tears away. The woman who... Play- <laughs> yeah, so you need this coffee and tissues uh, to <laughs> with this film. Um, Dora is actually his um, real wife. Nicoletta Barashi? I'm probably... Butchering it, but it's okay. Yeah, I think you get the first part. And see, you can tell that because they have such beautiful chemistry between the two two characters. They were just... I mean, you can see it. You can see the love. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's hard to do. Let's let's be real. Hard to do, also hard to find. Um, uh, That's another fun fact. Um... You a lot of times after when they win when the films win, movies win. Um, people tend to want to want to see it more like you. You're you're famous for that. It's like oh well, it must be good then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it it increased in its box office tally by forty five percent. That's cool. And went into almost five hundred theaters and, um. In in the U.S. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so it was around that time. It was in the uh, had been released into theaters for uh, like twenty two weeks. Yeah, and he actually wrote the the scre- screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed, he wrote, it, he produced it. Um, he was inspired. Well, there's another person. Uh, yeah, uh, for- starts with a V. Vin- Vincent. Vincenzo. 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 Oh gosh. It's okay. Um look it up, you can find it. Um now which is more interesting, oh wow, it made over two hundred twenty five million internationally. I can tell you right now, they definitely made a profit. Um this this movie is something that if you just saw the cover, like if you're going through movies and you saw the cover of it, you probably wouldn't go. Oh, I want to see this movie. Oh, it looks like you know, oh, romance, romantic. And, and guess what? Um, and you were a comedy. And you were one of the ones who were like that. I kept on saying we need to watch this film. We need to watch this film, right? Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I said we need to watch it. We need to watch it. And finally, was this before we watched? No, we Schindler's watched. Li- which one did yeah, we watch? Yeah, we watched Schindler's List first. First, yes. So, okay. so this movie here, I kept on telling, you, "Hey, look, and see, you're one, you're a huge fan when stuff is not dubbed, a film is not dubbed, or they're actually speaking the native language yes, in the film." Yes, I love that. And I and and so I hit you with, they speak Italian. This I said sold, but yeah. I think when you took when you when you for one after watching Schindler's List and how I felt, not that I don't want to learn or or you know or know about what happened during those times but just gosh i worst headache ever um yeah we spent hours like, you crying I was, yeah i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna i'm I still gonna, I'm gonna be hurting fun. so bad after i watched 
it sounds like this is one of those films I'm going to be hurting again. Um, but you know what? I'm really glad I watched I can't wait for our children to watch oh, yeah. it and we talk about it with and, them. And you know, it's something that I could, we could show our kids today if they were... They all can read. In a way, yeah. <laughs> it, it helps you to like talk about stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it it it's such a cute movie. My mom, my mom loves this movie. When I first saw it, it's the first person I went to. Um, my dad is not usually a big one to watch foreign films because he hates reading by the screen, paying attention. He has trouble reading and then paying attention on the screen. Yeah, I, I still haven't mastered yeah. that. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm good. Fast and then I'm I'm, like, I'm good with it. You know? Um, but I told my mom about this film, so she, she watched it, and she watched this movie that weekend, like, four or five times that weekend, literally, because it kept on coming on stars, she kept on watching it, and watching it, and she loves the movie. And your mom, she, she lived in Italy. Yeah, she lived she, in Italy, she, so she's, she's Italian. Yeah, you know, so, and... yeah, she, she absolutely loves this movie, and, and stuff, and I would say, again, if you all, if you just saw the cover, you probably wouldn't go, you probably wouldn't run for it, you know, I would say no. This is a movie that you have to see, especially your if you, life depends on it. Your life depends, especially if you're if you're a parent. You can really relate to this film. I I mean I was a kid. I mean it was how was I? I was thirteen uh, when this film came out, and I I still can relate to it because I looked at my dad. He, Roberto reminded me a lot of my dad in a way, because the love, and I, and I and I and I and I at that time I was able to relate. And then as we watched it, again, you know, because I haven't seen it while we've I've been a parent, since I've been a parent. Mm. Seeing it for the first time as a parent, it hit me even more because I almost felt like I wanted to do the same thing for my kids. I want to help preserve their innocence and help them in the midst of crap. And still give them a childhood. Yeah, and still give them a, a beautiful childhood in the midst of crap. And so... It's very inspiring. It's a very... And I, I consider this to be a, a very classic film. A very classic film. Because there's a lot of it that you can really mm-hmm. take from it. Yeah. Um, it's got some quirkiness to it. That quirkiness shines and it works. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the stuff doesn't work. You yeah. ha- again, this movie's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you <gasps> suck wind. Mm-hmm. But it's also going to make you cry. Most importantly, it's gonna make you cry. Yeah, you have you have a flood of emotions throughout the whole film, throughout the whole film. And that's okay. And that's okay. Any party shots before we leave? Sorry, I get messages. <laughs> Should have muted that. Um, but yeah, oh, I forgot to add to the list of tissues. Besides this coffee and having tissues, get you some Tylenol. Yeah, so go get you some cork, blend, cork blend from Blanchers. You can go to Blanchers co- Coffee. Oh no! Is uh, it Blanchard's roasting? <laughs> yeah. Hold yeah. on, I got it. I got it. Blanchard's Blanchard's yeah, That's what I thought. Blanchard'scoffee.com dot com. Or your pack. Enjoy. Pop this film in. It's gonna be wonderful. So screw the popcorn. Brew you some cork Blanchard Blanchard's cork blend. And, and enjoy twister. this movie. And tune in next mm-hmm. Saturday at ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the next one. for the next episode and thanks again for listening Thank you so much for listening to Coffee and Classic Movies. We hope you can join us next Saturday. We like to drop new episodes at 10 a.m. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends and family. 
Until next time. <laughs>